Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, today we're talking about muscle testing. We're going to talk about how and why it works and how to use it in your healing path. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness, symptoms that just won't go away, autoimmune disease. I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root causes, and ultimately rebalance your body so you can heal. So muscle testing is such a fun topic, right? Because we all have the power to truly understand what messages our body is giving us. And over the years, I've used a number of tools for myself and my clients to enhance that connection with our bodies, because oftentimes when we have a chronic illness or an autoimmune disease uh, or symptoms that just won't go away, when we're just not feeling good, we feel like our body has betrayed us. So today's topic is muscle testing. And muscle testing is also known as applied kinesiology. It's actually centuries old, although it was kind of brought to the surface and made um, in procedural, if you will, in 1964, I believe it was. Um, but it's a centuries old technique for locating physiological imbalances in the body, and also kind of fine-tuning food and supplement-focused solutions. It has so many other applications outside of that, but that's that's kind of the, the general definition. Now, a lot of people may have heard of muscle testing, but might not be a whole, you know, really sure how it works. Um, and it works very similarly to a conventional medical test, the EKG. Muscle testing or applied kinesiology measures closed circuit electrical signals in the simplest of terms. It's how the body responds to different stimuli. And that could be food, mold, hormones, pathogens, parasites, treatments, supplements, medications, situations, decisions. It, it, it can be used to measure all kinds of things. Um, and this method, applied kinesiology, is based on receiving information from something called the biofield. Um, and, and I'm not getting too woo. This is all stuff that can be, you know, you can look it up uh, in science, and now I'm going to tell you a little bit about the, the National Health Institute of Health or the NIH here in just a second. But the biofield is a quantum field that surrounds every living thing, including our bodies. Now, the biofield has been um, around and used in all sorts of ancient medicine and wasn't really well documented until the 1600s. They didn't start calling it the biofield, however, until about 1992. Uh, in 92, the Office of Alternative Medicine and the U.S. National Institute of Health, um, which you might have heard referred to as the NIH, established the meaning of biofield and an official clinical definition. So they have this committee, right? And this committee gets together and they define what the word biofield means. And so their definition of biofield is a massless field, not necessarily, and this is quote, quote, a massless field, not necessarily electromagnetic that surrounds and permeates living bodies and affects the body, end quote. So what ended up happening is that committee then succeeded in getting the term biofield accepted as a medical subject heading at the National Library of Medicine. So it became an official 
term, an official search term even, for scholars to locate peer-reviewed literature. Um, and then the committee eventually sought to consolidate a, a whole ton of um, modes or types of energetic healing under that single term biofield therapies. Um, that's also a term that's accepted by the NIH. Um, and that once that sort of happened, they began the realization that there are a lot of diagnostics and a lot of therapeutics that are involved in biofield modalities. Now, at the same time, the NIH uh, and some other committees were serving as advisory committees, created the uh, National Library of Medicine category for distance healing. Um, another thing to know is that biofield work is commonly referred to as energy medicine. So if you heard the intro in the beginning, I'm an energy medicine practitioner, meaning I do several different modalities of biofield work. So all of that to say, what I want to talk to you about today is something that you can use, and you may have been to a practitioner that has used this kind of thing before, um, but I want you to know that you can use muscle testing or applied kinesiology in your daily life, um, and probably to a greater degree of accuracy than having someone else do it for you. Um, I use it in my practice and in my daily life. It's a holistic method. It allows us to approach any dis-ease or health condition with a very hyper-granular and real-time feedback of information from your body. So it ensures that your solution, your health solution, is very, very personalized down to the cellular level. What people always want to know is, okay, well, that sounds a little, a little crazy, a little woo-woo, right? So does it work? There's been a number of studies over the years. It's really hard to find well-structured studies because the, the field of applied kinesiology is so large. It's very difficult to test for all the potential biases. But one study of kinesiology muscle testing found that the muscle stayed strong after a patient spoke true statements and weak after a patient spoke false statements. Um, and it's generally accepted that many forms, uh, that most forms of muscle testing have some sort of bias. Uh, what they haven't been able to study yet is how much actually exists. But we do know that studies have confirmed that the basis for muscle testing, strong for true and weak for false, is accurate. We also know and has been proven in a study that um, experienced practitioners more accurately predict things than inexperienced practitioners. Um, the experienced practitioners can predict with about a 98% accuracy. Uh, inexperienced or new practitioners, and they define experience as more than five years and inexperience as less than five years, have about a 64% accuracy rating. Um, other studies showed that practitioners were able to determine if a spoken sp statement was true more often than guessing. So they proved that muscle testing was a more accurate uh, form of truth testing. Uh, and they also found that it was able to accurately predict things like low back pain and phobias and even some food sensitivities and allergies. So what applied kinesiology can do is help with emotional healing, which we know is a root cause for so many things. It can help break unhelpful thought and behavior patterns. It can help 
deal with mental and energetic blocks. It can help you resolve issues from your past. It can help you get rid of negative beliefs and release past trauma. It can help you to repair an imbalanced energy that prevents you from moving forward on your health path. It can help you with discovering food allergies. It can help you with locating organ or system weaknesses. It can help you with ensuring that a supplement recommendation is um, resonates with your body. And it can also determine food sensitivities that help to impact emotional, mental, and physical issues. Okay. What muscle testing is not is that it's not diagnostic. And that's where a lot of people get into trouble. It doesn't work to diagnose troubles. It's merely a test of what is resonating or not resonating with your body at the moment. And if you want to take other medical tests, we know that there is a certain degree of inaccuracy with all medical tests, but let's just take conventional lab work, for example. Just like conventional lab work, muscle testing is a snapshot in time, which is why I feel that, yes, seeing a practitioner that muscle tests is very beneficial for a lot of reasons, but equally as beneficial and equally as important is for you to understand how to muscle test yourself. You don't need to know how to muscle test your neighbor, your kid, your partner, your friend, any of that stuff, but you need to know how to muscle test yourself. Um, I would say that's probably one of the most powerful allies is in your health and wellness journey is learning how to do this for yourself. Before we do that, let's just take a little dip into how distance work, distance, uh, muscle testing works. And then we will dive into how to do it for yourself. So when working as a practitioner using biofield principles, I work in tandem with my client to assimilate energies with their field. And so what that does is allow me to receive information about a body's condition, um, with me acting as a real time proxy. This method is highly effective and For most people, they find it to be as, most experienced practitioners find it to be as robust as an in-person muscle testing practice. Um, And studies actually support this. Um, What studies have found is that it's not very accurate to blindly intuit information from someone, although I've met some people that can do that really well. But it is very accurate to address these things using muscle testing uh, with a yes or no or direct ask type situation. But that's neither here nor there because today we're going to um, learn to muscle test for yourself. Now, like anything, it is a practice that you have to practice, right? And as it practice, as you practice it, it deepens your inner knowing to a point where you don't have to practice a thing, right? Where it just, you just know intuitively, um, it helps to reconnect you with that gut feeling, if you will. So there are two different ways to do it. The first one is using a tool and the second one is using your body. So the first way to do it is with a tool, right? And you can use um, a pendulum to do that or you can use anything that works like a pendulum. So you could use a necklace or your keys or um, I've seen people use a like a nut from a bolt, like a bolt and a nut, a nut shredded threaded uh, with a string threaded through it. Um, And you're going to rest your elbow on a hard surface and you're going to grasp the top of the string uh, or the bob of the pendulum at the very tip top. Okay. And that allows that pendulum to swing freely. 
From there, you're going to ask very specific questions. So the first question you're going to ask if this is your first time is show me a clear sign for yes. And then you're going to watch what that pendulum does. For me and for about 80% of the people I teach this to, that pendulum swings front to back or north to south, right? It goes away from you and towards you. Um, And then you'll let it stop. And then the next thing you'll do is say, show me a clear sign for no. Now, for most people, myself included, no is left to right. It's a left to right swing. Uh, That can also be considered like east to west, right? It goes back and forth in front of the body. Now, show me a clear sign for needs more information is the third question that you'll ask. And with that question, usually you get some sort of spin or angular swing. So for me, it causes my pendulum to swing in a circle, um, a a clockwise circle. Uh, And most people is either a clockwise circle or a counterclockwise circle. Now, that is using a pendulum, which I will demonstrate in the Facebook group, uh, the wellness circle. You can find a link to that in the show notes page, uh, or you can just head straight over to audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook. And I'll do a visual demonstration of how this works. Now, the second way is the way that I recommend you start if you're a beginner, okay? The second way to muscle test yourself is a really great way. uh, And you just use your body. No tools required. And you know that I'm a fan of, like, if you don't have to have a tool, if you don't have to remember to bring, like, one more thing with you, then that is definitely the way to go. So the way you do this is you're going to stand with your feet relatively close together. Um, They don't have to, we don't have to have, like, heels and toes touching, but relatively close together, narrower than... uh, hip or shoulder distance. Okay. You're going to take a nice big inhale and exhale. And then you're going to ask the same questions. Show me a clear sign for yes. And your body will lean a certain direction. Now you're not going to fall over. Don't worry, but your body will pull towards a certain direction for me. And for most people, that I have worked with, it seems that yes is leaning forward. Okay. And then you're going to do the same thing. Show me a clear sign for no. And you're going to feel which direction that pulls you for most myself included. It pulls backwards. If you have something different, doesn't mean it's wrong. That's just your sign. That's why we ask these questions at the beginning. Um, and then show me a clear sign for needs more information. Now, for me, this one pulls me to the right most often. Um, most people either get pulled to the left or the right if there's more information needed. So let's talk about how this empowers you to make decisions, okay? Um, now, I will preface all this by saying, please don't use this to decide whether or not you need to go to the emergency room or anything like that. Ultimately, you are responsible for your health. However, if you've been doing this for a long time or once you've been doing this for a long time, it will improve that body-mind connection so that you don't have to ask if you need to go to the emergency room, right? You just, you already know. Um, And I would also use caution with this for medications that are required, like don't use muscle testing to determine if you need to take your insulin, if you're not doing anything else to not need to take your insulin, right? Like this should not be your only intervention. So, um, the way this works is if you, I'm going to, I have a supplement here. If so, I've got uh, advanced Tudka. It's a drainage and liver support supplement. So I'm going to hold that in both hands on my chest and I'm going to say, all things considered, is it optimal for me to take this now? 
and I get a, I'm pulling backwards in space. I can feel it pulling backwards in space. Um, and what that means is that this Tudka, uh, is, it's not optimal for me to take it right now. Now, if this is something that I know I need to take today, like I know it has to be done, or I know that it's something my body needs to function, then I'm just taking that as a not right now. It's not a throw the bottle away. It's not even a don't take it today. It's that right now it's not optimal. Now, background on that for me, I took my Tudka this morning and I take another one in the afternoon or in the evening. So if I continue to check throughout the day, eventually I'll get, yep, let's do that. Okay. So that's kind of how it's used. Another way to use this is for foods. So say you are trying to determine if you should have, um, X gluten-free bread or Y gluten-free bread, but you don't really know which one is most optimal for you. You can use this test to see if which one is optimal for you to eat, right? Um, there's lots of different ways that you can apply this. Really, at the end of this, I want you to know that you have the ability to tune into your body just like muscle testing practitioners do um, in order to determine what is most optimal for you to do next with your health right in this moment. So to wrap this up, know that you are just as powerful as a practitioner, if not even more powerful for determining what is going on inside your body. And if you can combine the knowing that comes with being able to muscle test yourself along with a practitioner that encourages that and can also help you on that journey, suggesting the correct products to cut down that time, suggesting the, the right interventions, the right nutrition, the right products that you need to, to switch up, then you can cut down on that time, cut down on, on that healing path journey by a lot. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things into your life to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, head over to audreychristie.com. There's free downloads, online courses on this very topic, programs, and tons of resources to help you create your own root cause revolution. Remember that I'm always rooting for you, friend, and I am so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.